Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. The Waco History Podcast is sponsored by Brotherwell Brewing on Historic Bridge Street in Waco. Welcome to the Waco History Podcast. We're going to air for you over the next few months a special series of Waco History Living Stories. Uh, these were segments that were originally aired on KWBU here in Waco. Uh, they were produced by the Institute for Oral History editor, Michelle Holland, and narrated by two fabulous narrators, uh, Louis Mazze and Kim Patterson. And so these highlight oral histories from the collection of the Institute for Oral History at Baylor University, which I direct, which has been around since 1970 and has over a thousand interviews related to Waco and McLennan County history, and we're happy to highlight those here. In this Living Stories vignette, timed for uh, winter time, is food products from a hog killing. We did an episode on hog killing earlier, and this this uh, shows you some of the fruit that can come from such a, an annual event. Then the night came alive with gunfire. This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Kim Patterson. Each autumn in the early part of the 20th century, many Southerners made time for a hog killing. The slaughter offered a change in diet, but more importantly, yielded enough food to help families get through the winter. Longtime Waco resident Louise Murphy recalls that hog killing was a family affair, with even children given responsibilities. They give me the uh, intestines. I had to go get me some water, put them intestines in, a pan of water. Then I had to get me a, a jar of something, get water in, hold this intestine up, and pour it till it was clean on the inside. Then I put him on the, the table, and I would scrape him. I'd scrape him. I'd get a hairpin and put over it, and I'd bring all that stuff out until you could see through that intestine just as clear as it could be. And that's what we stuffed our sausage in. Murphy describes a few hog delicacies. The brains. I had a brother-in-law that had to have them brains and scrambled eggs. And my dad would say the uh, liver and the lights. And my mother would go in and put her big pan on, and she'd put uh, liver and lights, cook them together. Mm -hmm. Lights refers to the lungs of the hog. Thomas Wayne Harvey of Waco remembers how his father handled the meat. Dad would hang the hog up and he would quarter it out and he had a wooden 55 gallon barrel there and it was about four inches in the bottom was full of salt. And then he'd put a slab of bacon and then cover that with salt and then another slab of bacon and cover that with salt. And it was always all salt pork and salt uh, hog all the way up to the top. 
And then his hams, they put all kind of seasoning on the hams that got over there. And, and he had a, a brand new tow sack bag and they put that ham in there and they hung it up. He'd go out there and tend that ham. And by the time Christmas got there, you could uh, take a ham and cut the tow sack off and you could eat, eat the ham raw because it was cured. It was really defiantly cured. The attitude in a hog killing was waste not, want not, as Harvey explains. Most of the hide, they, they made the pork rinds out of, you know, hog hides nowadays you call them. But back then you call them cracklings. And then, of course, they used the meat out of the head for minced meat. Even the, the feet was put in a solution and the hooves was taken off of them, the hide was taken off of them for pig's feet. And they'd pickle pig's feet. About the only thing that was left of the hog that was never cured or, or treated was a tail, as far as I know. Hog killings, as performed in the early 1900s, have largely disappeared over the years. But some enthusiasts of homegrown, old-fashioned hog products still carry out the tradition. For program transcripts or more information about the Institute for Oral History, visit baylor.edu slash livingstories. Thanks for listening to the Waco History Podcast. Like what you heard? Subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes so we can reach more listeners. You can find show notes and info on every episode at wacohistorypodcast.com and more info on Waco's past at wacohistory.org. Our theme music, used with permission, is Cross the Brazos at Waco, performed by the late Billy Walker. For more info on Billy's music, go to billywalker.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.